Okay. So we're beginning a new parak today. And we're starting off with a kind of a new, a new thing, which is about the people who are allowed to eat truma <clears throat> and what happens when they're in the middle of eating it and they find out that they really shouldn't be eating it. <laughs> so it's a gewalt. Um Ha'isha, Shahaisa Chalis Bichuma. We learned already. Uh, so Rashi and everything, Pasuk and then Midrash, Midrash Halacha, about the wife of a Kohen, <clears throat> even if she herself is not the daughter of a Kohen, when she gets married, uh, she can start eating truma. So what happens if she's in the middle of eating her truma? And Bova Amrula, Meis Balech, or Gersheikh, your husband has passed away or divorced you. So she's in the middle of eating truma. Right? So this is the kind of thing. Chazal love these uh, kind of borderline cases to get to really get to know Ratzon Hashem. You know, what? how does it, how does it work exactly? What about this, this in between kind of situation? And there are others who are similar to Vichen Ha'eved. Slave Shaheochel Bachuma is also eating his Chuma. He's the property of a Kohen. Your master has passed on. Omecharach uh, Israel, or he sold you to a non Kohen, to a Yisrael. Or he gave you as a gift, which is another way, transaction. Oh, Asa'ach ben Chorin, or he made you free, he set you free. He says, no, all those three cases, he, he ceases to be part of the Kohen's household. V'chein Kohen Shehaya Ocha Batumana, even a Kohen himself, who is eating Truma. Oops. Kohen himself is eating Truma. Just get back to the open here. Um... And then it became known to him, that he is a, he finds out in the middle of eating truma that his mother was a divorcee before marrying the father. Or his mother had gotten chalitza. Chalitza is that ritual of the taking off of the shoe when, uh, a woman is married and then her husband passes away without children. So there becomes a mitzvah of yibum or chalitza. Either marry the brother, the surviving brother, or there's this ritual called chalitza, um, which he takes off his shoe and uh, spits on the ground in front of him and says a whole thing. He says a thing, she says a thing, and that severs the tie between the two of them. And it's kind of like a quasi-divorce. And uh, also, such a woman who had chalitza uh, is not allowed to marry a Kohen. If she does marry a Kohen, the son is puzzle, is a halal, what we call a halal. He's no not a kosher Kohen anymore, and he's not allowed to eat truma. 
so both of those cases, if the mother is a divorcee or a chalutza, and if and he didn't know that before, but he finds out <clears throat> in all of these cases, the Isha, the Eved, or the Kohen himself, Rabbi Lezer Mechayev Karen Vachoimesh, Rabbi Lezer says these are all called um, Shogeg enough. Uh, it's called, remember we said that we, we've spoken with others, there's a uh, spectrum of intentionality, right? There's Mazid, which is uh, willful. There's Onus, which is uh, total, like, you know, beyond my control, utterly beyond control. And then there's Shogeg, which is negligent. And then within Shogeg, there's different degrees. There's a Shogeg Karav Lamezid, Shogeg Karav Laonis. And it's Dafka, as we saw, only as person who eats Truma B'Shogeg, who has to pay the fine of a, of a fifth, and whose uh, payment of the Truma becomes Kadosh, with Kedusha of Truma, and whose payment is a Kapara, like we spoke about. So Rabbi Eliezer says all of those cases, he's got to pay the Chomesh, which means he sees it as being enough negligent, enough negligence that that it's called Shogeg and it's not considered like Mamish Onis. Rabbi Yeshua, Poiter. Rabbi Yeshua says, uh, your potter. He says, um, uh, this is a Gemara that we, we, we looked at. <clears throat> we'll look at it again in a minute. We didn't really get into it last time, but, but we can look at it a lot better now. That it's Dafka. Where does, where does, uh, where does Rabbi Yeshua say your pater is only when it was Erev Pesach? Erev Pesach, everybody knows, is a rushed day. Zmano Bahul. Mivnesha Zmano Bahul. Bahul is the word Behala, which means uh, kind of a rush and a confusion. Shehasha'a Dechuka, because the hour is like it's pushing you, it's, it's you're, you're being pushed by time. You need to get rid of all your chamesh, you're eating truma, it's kind of stuffing it down. <laughs> the truma needs to get eaten in time before the iser of chametz kicks in on the day before Pesach. And it's dafka in that case that Rabbi Yeshua says, you don't have to pay the fifth. Because it's dafka in that case that the person is really an anus. Otherwise, he agrees with Rabbi Eliezer, you do have to pay the fifth. <clears throat> the person has a duty to look into to make sure that uh, his uh, mother was not a Grusha Chalutza, to uh, be aware of whether his uh, owner is about to sell him or whatever. Um, or to be aware if the husband is like really sick or the husband might divorce her. Um, even though these things are out of their control, but it's it's enough that they're considered shogeg. <clears throat>
Um, Mr. continues. Now this is like we've seen this before. That the Gemara thematically moves across into a different halachic area. But it's similar enough because we're talking about a Kohen finding out that he's no good as a Kohen. But now we're talking about it not with regard to Chuma, but rather with regard to Avoda and the Beit HaMikdash. So he's up there on the Mizbeach doing his thing. He's bringing this, he's bringing an offering. And somebody tells him, your mother was a Grusha or a Chalutza. So now what? Rabbi Yezer says, all of the Karbanas that he brought are no good. Rabbi Yeshua Machshir. Rabbi Yeshua says they are good, they're okay. As we're going to see this Gemara Baruch Hashem Chelo, we'll see this Pasuk in a minute. Um, and then the last case is There, even Rabbi Yeshua agrees there's no way out. That if he finds out that he has a physical blemish, right? The Torah lists a whole bunch of very interesting physical blemishes that if a Kohen is not completely perfect physically to the Torah standards, he cannot bring korbanas. He can eat korbanas and he can eat truma, but to do the avaida, he can't. To do the actual temple service, he can't. So was there somebody that checked them? Yes. Yes. Um, uh, it's like, like the Corbonos themselves. Yeah, they checked the Kohanim. Uh-huh, that's right. Just like the Corbonos themselves. The Sanhedrin, that was one of the major jobs, one of the sort of constant jobs of the Sanhedrin, that uh, the Sanhedrin, the high court, was uh, built in to the Beis HaMikdash. The Lishkas Hagazis, the chamber of hewn stone, was built in. And I don't remember right now if it was daily or weekly, but it was a, a constant thing that they would uh, check the Kohanim. Yeah. And not like a four-day, you know, just like the about four days before. A four-day thing? I don't <laughs> think so. Um, uh, um, I don't remember right now. Um, but it was one of the kind of major constant things that they did. Uh was uh, checking the, the, the physical uh, qualification of the Kohanim. Yeah, very fascinating. Um, how do we learn this out? And we'll see this Gemara also. My Pinchas, Hashem says, I'm giving him my covenant of peace. That was Hashem making, upgrading. Pinchas was a grandson of Aaron. But when Hashem first inaugurated Parshas uh, Tetzaveh, uh, yeah, when Hashem first inaugurated the Kohanim, it was only Aaron and his sons, not the grandson. Even though Pinchas at the time was of age, he was not slated to be a Kohen until, until he killed Pinchas and Zimri, uh, Cosby and Zimri. 
uh, was a whole story in itself, in which after which he was given this very fascinating thing. He was he he became upgraded to being a Kohen. And it says his Brisi Shalem, I'm giving him my bris of shalom. We'll see because the letter Vav is written as only a half of Vav, uh, as we'll see in a minute. So let's let's take a trip into the Gemara's here for a second. Um, first of all, the Gemara in Psachim, Ayin Bet Amud Bet and Ayin Gimel Amud Aleph. We looked at it a little bit a few days ago. We're not going to lose it. Okay. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. Not the same. We'll be able to maneuver. Oh. Okay. So Gemara here is talking about Rabbi Yeshua's opinion. And this is where we learn out that Rabbi Yeshua, when he said, "Your pater from the Chomish." <clears throat> this is where we learn out that he means only an Erev Pesach. As the Gemara first says, Dilma, maybe he only goes, he would only go that far to say you don't have to pay the fifth, like Rabbi Barbaye. The Rabbi Barbaye betruma the Erev Pesach, the Zmano Bahu. Truma on Erev Pesach, because he's so, is in such a rush, it's a Balagan, it's Erev Pesach, he knows he has to eat all the Chomets in time. <clears throat> it's only there. And that's how the halacha goes, as we saw in the Bar Tenura. <clears throat> and then the Gemara goes on to say, or else maybe, shiny truma, the ikri avoida. Vavoida rachmana achsha. Maybe Rabbi Yeshua doesn't re- say his halacha only on Air Pesach. Maybe even if it was a regular day, because there's a special limud from the Pasuk that Hashem says that after the fact the eating of truma is okay similar to the way Hashem says it about avoda about doing bringing korbanos like this is our mishnah this not haya omed umakri vinodashu ben grusha ben chalutza this mamish our quote from our mishnah he's up there doing his work on the mizbeach and then is notified that he's no good he's his mother was a not allowed to marry his father Call her Kabanas Kulun Shikriv Gomer Sulin, Rabbi Yeshua Machshir, and Rabbi Yeshua said, uh, His Kabanas are all okay after the fact. Vamrin and my time, Rabbi Yeshua, and what's the reason behind this? Dixi, Barech Hashem Chelo, Ufol Yadav Yertze. This is this Pasuk. Uh, I can't click on the Pasuk here. Uh, maybe I can. Let's see. Uh, yeah, this is from the bracha. This is from the bracha that uh, I can't click at the Rashi on it. Can I? Um, okay, this is Dvarim Lamed Gimel Yud Aleph. It's in the it's in the bracha. Just read the Rashi from. This is we read it on uh, on Simchas uh, Torah. This is part of the bracha for Levi, right? It says Hashem 
will bless his strength. Ufal yadav tirzer. Okay, so now actually Rashi might on our Gemara explain it. One second. Chelo can mean Hashem will bless their strength, or it could mean Hashem will still bless the Chalalim, the Kohen, the Kohanim who are Chalal, who are no good to be a Kohen. Hashem will still put his blessing into it. And he will still want, he will still accept his service. And then here the we saw this this next line. Utruma hecha ikri avoda. How do we know that truma is also called avoda? Right. This is according to the opinion that um, Rabbi Yeshua would say uh, that a kohen who is eating truma, even if he finds out about it not erev pesach, even when he finds out about it at a time when he's not especially hurried and distracted, but he finds out uh, about it on a, a regular day, even there he would say, you're putter from bringing, from paying the fifth, right? Um, uh, why would he say you're putter? Because the eating of truma is part of the same rubric, it's called avoda, just like his korban is accepted after the fact, even though it turns out he shouldn't have been doing it, and he was shogeg, there's a degree of negligence here, still, as we have a pasuk, that Hashem accepts his avoda, even when he's a halal. And so, so, so now the Gemara wants to learn out from here, Hashem will even accept his eating of truma, but isn't, how do we know that truma is also part of that same rubric that's called avoda. Utruma hecha ikri avoda. How do we know the truma is called avoda? And then the Gemara tells a story. We saw this a few days ago. Desanya Maizer Bitarfon. There was a story of Rabbi Tarfon who one day didn't come at night to the base medrash. Shaloba emish the base medrash. The shachris the next morning with Tzorbeng of Leo and Leo's arms and Mipnei Malo Bata emish the base medrash. Why didn't you? You missed the night. We missed you. Rabbi Tarfon. Amar lo avoda avadati. He said, I was doing avoda, which raised the eyebrows because avoda is a word restricted to the base amikdash usually. Avoda means sacrifices. Your words are, are a wonderment. What do you mean you're doing avoda? They were living after the destruction of the second temple. Is there such a thing as avoda? Rabbi Tarfon was a Kohen. Amarlo, harehu omer, avodas matana. Attain as kunaschem, the azar hakarav yumas, the gifts that I give to you as a kohen, um, which includes truma, hare hen kavoda. All the gifts of the kohen, Rashi says, are all considered like like service. Asu achilas truma begvulin kavodas vesemikdash. An amazing thing, uh, and 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 now this would be an expansion of. Rabbi Yeshua's opinion that any time the Kohen, not only Erev Pesach, any time a Kohen eats Truma, and even though it's Shog, it's, it's accepted because the eating of Truma wherever he is in Tel Aviv is the same halachically, kind of, in terms of at least 
this thing of Hashem accepting it and not requiring an atonement, not requiring tashlumay truma. Um, it's the same as if he was on the Mizbeach bringing a korban and then found out that he was no good. So, gewalt, right? Now, the continuation of this Gemara is in Kiddushin Samechvav Amud Ben. Take a second to load up. Gemara here is talking out. Um, <clears throat> ben Grusha u Ben Chalutza, this the concept that the son of a divorcee or of a Chalutza, that they're a voda after the fact is kosher. How do we know? And here the Gemara brings a few psukim, a few opinions, more than just what was in Psachim. Amra Vihura Mashmul Damakra, Vahai Salo Lazaro Acharav, that the uh, uh, all the special jobs and gifts of the Kohen will be for him and his descendants. Bein zera kosher, bein zera apostle. We can darshan from there. Why does he have to say uh, 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 all of his descendants? Is to teach you the avoda of any descendant, even if though the descendant turns out to have been a apostle, uh, but Hashem will accept it. So that's another source for the idea that their avodah is accepted after the fact. Shmuel's father said from a different pasuk. That's the one that we're used to. Even the chulin is acceptable. Rabbi Yanai has a third opinion. Go to the Kohen who will be in your days. Why is the Torah to say the Kohen who will be in your days? Who else are you going to go to a Kohen from a thousand years from now or a thousand years ago? I wouldn't mean the Kohen who will be in your day. Of course you're going to the Kohen who's in your day. Could, could, could you imagine going to the Kohen? What does it mean? This is a Kohen who was kosher, but then turns out to have been, we thought he was kosher, but turns out to have been a halal. And so that's that's why the Torah adds in those extra words of Bayamima uh, um, the Kohen who is there in your days, even though he's puzzled, his avoda is good after the fact. Then the Gemara asks, but what about a Balmum, right? This, now we're moving into the next thing, the last part of our Mishnah, where even Rabbi Yeshua agrees. If he finds out he's a Balmum, there's no way around that, right? All of these psukim only help us for a Ben Grusha or Ben Chalutza Davodasok Sheira, that, that the Ben Grusha, Ben Chalutza, finds out that his mother was, 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 the lineage was problematic, and hence he is a, he, his, his uh, Kohanic status is no good in terms of his lineage. We've, we learned from all these, these verses, different opinions, that the, the temple service that he did up until then is still okay. But how do we know that somebody who has a physical blemish, that there's really no way around that at all, that the Torah is, 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 is completely strict? Ba'amu'am davodab so'psul minalan. Amar Avihuda Mashmuel. Avihuda's name is Shmuel, it's from this pasuk. 
Because the right veha shalom ksiv I, but how do we know that from the word shalom? Where do you see that? Amrav Nachman Vav de Shalom Ketiyahu. The Vav of that word, when Hashem says, I'm giving to Pinchas my covenant of peace, the Vav in the word Shalom is broken. Uh, so, how does that explain it? So, we have over here Heligomarsha. The Hevalei Havav Ketiyah Kiyud. It's a broken Vav, which means you only write the top part of the Vav. It doesn't go all the way down to the ground. Vikarinan shalim. Shehu targuma shel tamim. You read the word shalim, shin lamid yud mem, because the vav is broken, and that is the Aramaic translation of the word whole or unblemished, tamim. Hefech bamum, that's which is the opposite of somebody who has a blemish. So that's where you learn this out, that there's this tremendously strict thing. Now here I wanted to bring in, and of course I couldn't find it online, but some unbelievable Torah from the Radzina Rebbe. This is Mamash an awesome thing. The Helge Radzina, um, this Sefer, Soj Yesharim, is the grandson of the Mehashiloach of the Ishbitzer Rebbe. And he's the one who discovered the um, Tcheles. You know, there's different versions of Tcheles these days. Um, and he was uh, the one that the, the Breslovers wear and that Radziner, uh, Ishbitz Radziner Hasidim wear uh, is from him. And he has this amazing, I'm just going to read it to you. I would try to find it, but they don't have this version online. He's pointing out an incredible thing. He says, Dehine, Kohen Merames al Hashlemus. The Indian of a Kohen is the concept of completeness. Like perfection. That this Nakuda that's called whole, unblemished. This is this Nakuda of the strength that we have in us, deep within us, to serve Hashem. So that place within us that really wants to serve God is a very, it's complete. That's where there's like this real wholeness within us. This nakuda that's called Kohen, which is in every Yid. Achein, they say something so amazing. Achein koach hachuka v'hacheshek. But this, the, the power of how much we want to serve Hashem. Sheesh l'chol nefesh l'kabel shleimus. Hu yoser mikoach avodah shalom. So there's one thing called koach avoda. That's called a wholeness. That's the, the the strength that we have, the nakuda in our soul that is able to serve Hashem. That's this very profoundly complete whole place within us. But how much we want to serve Hashem is actually bigger than the koach avoda shalo hacheshek sheyesh lekol nefesh lekabel shleimus hu yoser mikoach avoda shalo. The degree to how much we want to be whole, we want to be complete and connected, is greater than that nakuda of wholeness that is within us. It brings from a midrash in Vayikra 
Parsha Dalid, uh, that um, uh, 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 the Midrash brings an, an analogy of a princess who was banished from the palace and she ends up in some, you know, uh, far away little, um, uh, what do they call it, like a, a hick town, right? <laughs> and, uh, and they're giving her all the greatest delights of that town. But she's, it's all disgusting to her. Like uh, they're bringing her, you know, their, 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 their best grits or whatever, you know. <laughs> and she says, I'm sorry, this is nowhere near. But I used to have in the palace, right? So this is the, what the nefesh experiences. The nefesh comes down to Olam Hazeh, and they're giving you, you know, the fanciest websites and uh, you know the greatest steaks and whatever it is. And the nefesh is like, come on, right? Um, uh, and it can't be filled even a filu mashada mesagal mitzvos umaisim tovim. Not only from Olam Hazeh, but even the mitzvahs that we do in this world, it's still not enough. <laughs> the, the, how much the nefesh wants Hashem is bigger even than the koach ha'avodah that it can have. Lama shehimin ha'el yoni, because the nefesh really belongs in Shemayim. So now he says, this is such such like vintage Gavaldic Ishbit Torah. This is why, this is what the picture, this is what the Indian of a Kohen with a blemish, with a physical blemish is about. He can't do the Avoda. It's almost like the Ishbits are saying that like as a society, there are those people who have no blemish, and there are those people who have a blemish among the Kohanim, right? So the Kohanim who, who have that wholeness, they're like the Koach Avoda, that ability that we have to really to do the mitzvahs and really serve Hashem in the world. But those people who have a blemish, they're the ones who are holding the flag in Klal Yisrael of the desire that's greater than any Avoda. Isn't that amazing? Such an amazing, amazing Torah. He says, He he's pushed physically incapable of avoda. He's just no entry to the base. He can't get up on the ramp and do his thing. And it's because of how much he wants Hashem. And he quotes a, 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 a Zora Kodesh, Rabbi Shimon. He says, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was talking about this. And he's saying that Le'asid, when Mashiach comes, when there's a fixing of the moon, this is also the idea that the moon is blemished. This is an idea of like a kind of a cosmic discord, like that the, that the moon being blemished is... is, is also this same Indian as a Kohen with a blemish and the feeling of blemish that we all carry. There's another place where the Ishbitzer speaks about this. In davening, we say every day um, in the bracha of Yotzer HaMa'oros. Let me just uh, open the sitter for a second. We say every day by Kriyashma. 
Yotzer Misharsim, right? We're talking about Hashem creating servants, right? Uh, just one second. Right? So it's it's before Kadosh Kadosh. It's before, you know, it's right, you know, it's in the it's in the first bracha of Kriyashma, Hamer La Aritz, So we're mentioning that Hashem creates servants, right? So this farm say that Mesharsim Vaasher Mesharsav is an acronym for Mum. Mesharsim Vaasher Mesharsav. Let's talk, even though it's talking about angels. But it's hinting at the idea that the servants of Hashem uh, have in them this concept of a blemish, of a desire that's bigger than any than any ability to manifest. It's also like an it's similar. It's another Torah from the Izbitzer in a different place. I don't remember where that one is, but I think about that a lot in davening. Misharsim v'asher misharsav, mem vav mem. So. Hainu Shela Asitz is saying that Rabbi Shimon is teaching us in the Zohar Kodesh that in the future, when there will be a renewal of the moon, Bechidetusa de Sierra, Yizbar Latov, it's going to become clear, this Nefesh had such a great desire for Hashem, such that he wasn't ready to be appeased <laughs> by any. Um, form of service of Hashem. He was just holding on to a desire that's bigger than the whole world, bigger than all of life. And so he just couldn't be part of a vote and not because anything wrong with him, but because of, of how, how deeply his soul wants Hashem. And there's a, there's a truth, a very important truth that he was holding on to his whole life. And when Mashiach comes, it's like society, this is like a very, very deep, deep thing. Like, you know, there's the people who are kind of successes in this world. And they're trying so hard and they succeed. And there are people who try and try and just nothing ever goes for them. And, and like uh, they feel like they're just uh, blemished. They just can't. Um, but this is a very, very deep Torah that, you know, the, the people who don't get so famous, the people who don't get, you know, who, who don't, aren't so officially successful, but the ratzon that they have, the chuka, the desire they have for Shem is so important. They're carrying something that's really literally larger than life and very important for our society as a whole. They're holding something really deep, really awesome. It says, Omnam kodam you. What's that? What in the Mishnah sent you to the Sajjasharim? Oh, so this, what sent me this is, is because this Torah is, is about the broken Vav, right? Because look at what happens. You learn from a broken letter that the Kohen has to be whole, right? That's an unbelievable thing. That uh, this is how we learn Rabbi Yeshua, even Rabbi Yeshua who's lenient. And like we saw, according to at least one opinion of the Gemara, he's lenient on a Kohen who finds out that his lineage is problematic, even not Erev Pesach.
Don't hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Very interesting. Right. You good? Yes, you're back. Ay, ay, ay. 